0: Yes, it's time for another James Whale radio show. Thank you very much indeed. Nice to have you with us, wherever you may be in the universe. Rob's here doing the um, whatever Rob does, which I've never really understood, but uh, he is—he's uh, definitely here. Uh, so, help you are yeah, definitely uh, there, are you?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Good, 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 good. Okay um so anyway welcome to the program whether you're listening via your uh, your favorite radio station whether you're online maybe sat in a traffic jam listening on your uh, your phone you could be listening anywhere uh, nice to have you with us what are we going to talk about today
1: uh, i have no idea today no okay
0: no. well let me let me kick it off let me kick it off um i was i can't remember whether it was on this show or another show um got to talking about the flag, one of my favourite things, get rid of the uh, flag of St George. It's rather a horrible flag. Uh, it, well, when I say horrible, it's boring, isn't it? Bed sheet with a bit of red on it.
1: Two colours only, yeah.
0: Yeah. And very common people hang them out of their houses during football matches.
1: Have you noticed that? I've noticed the flags, yes. I don't know what type of people yeah. they are.
0: They are, well, usually common. Um, and I want it changed.
1: Oh, I see. You want posh people to hang the flag out their window.
0: I like well. No, I don't want posh. But I don't, you know, I don't, people, I, people who define themselves by being common or posh. I would rather have just people. Fair point. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, I can hear myself coming back on this. So you may not be doing what you're supposed to be doing exactly.
1: I'll try harder.
0: Good. Thank you. Um... So, uh, I was talking about changing the flag because, let's face it, the flag is just a, a kind of religious... Uh, it, 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 it's excuse for religious persecution, the English flag, isn't it? To be honest with you, that's what it's an excuse for. Uh, and so the sooner we uh, we get rid of it and get a better flag, uh, the happier I shall be. Uh, which got me onto talking the other night on, a, on, on talk radio when I was uh, doing a show about the... <laughs> Um, uh, about all those um, other little bits and pieces. We voted to leave. Has anybody heard this, by the way? We voted to leave the European Union. I don't know whether or well, not everybody is fully aware of the fact. It is a bit confusing. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because there do seem to be some people who don't realise. Um, and so just to be absolutely clear, we have voted to leave, but at the moment we haven't.
1: I'm clear now. Everybody clear? Yeah, I'm Good. clear now. Yeah. Fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, uh, which means, of course, uh, you probably seen the the news recently been 41 percent rise in hate crimes to do with people who are dim, thick, stupid, um, who who are who are under the misapprehension that because somebody doesn't come from the same country that they do, that they are in some way inferior. Yes. I am finding a very posh way of talking about racism, Uh, racism, which stems through every corner of British society, sadly. And uh, since we voted or some of us, some of the more um, inadequate, voted to leave the European Union, um, there has been a 40 percent rise in crimes against people because of their ethnicity. Usually by fat, overweight, and sadly, I I hate to say this, sadly, bald people. But maybe I'm just stereotyping.
1: Am I? Uh, No comment.
0: Yeah, Okay. Um, So, and it has to stop. It really does have to stop because uh, people, unfortunately, are slightly stupid. Um, And since this this referendum, which actually may have no place in law, we'll have to see because there's a, a legal case going through the courts at the moment to maybe overturn it, Um, that'll upset a few, won't it? So anyway, to cut a long story short, you know how I waffle on on my podcast radio show?
1: No.
0: Yeah, basically, because you don't sort of give any direction as a producer, you should do. Um, So it got me to thinking that uh, there are hundreds and thousands of sort of um, protectorates, British colonies. We've got the Commonwealth as well. Oh, gosh, just another side story. I was watching Boris Johnson go on about how wonderful the Commonwealth was and how we should spend more time um, uh, be getting closer to the Commonwealth. And, you know, all the time we'd be members of the European Union, we'd sort of ignored the Commonwealth, and maybe we can now get back and do more business with the Commonwealth. Well, of course, the Australians uh, don't want us uh, anyway. They'd rather um, remove the, uh, the, the, the British colonialist bit uh, from Australia, and who can blame them. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, whilst Boris Johnson is doing all of this, and by the way, Boris, um, although, you know, you and I have been joined uh, in, in, in many ways, apparently, according to uh, newspaper reports I've read, um, I'm, I'm, ah, Boris, you're letting yourself down, mate. You, were re- you know, suggesting people go and demonstrate outside the Russian embassy, it's not really what the foreign secretary is supposed to do, is it? I mean, it really, it's, it's a bit bonkers. Boris, you're going to, somebody's going to come along and march you off in one of those suits where they buckle your hands up behind your back. I mean, you've got to be careful about this. Anyway, I digress, uh, as, as quite often Boris does. Um, so where where
1: was I, by the way? In the Russian embassy.
0: Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's it's I mean, what a ridiculously silly thing. I'm going to come to Aleppo later on in the programme and what's happening there, by the way, and, um, uh, which we've talked about many, many times, but something occurred to me the other day, which I will share with you, which will upset lots of people. Um, so anyway, while I was... Talking, oh, by the way, yes. I thought that, uh, uh, Boris going on about how we've got to have closer links uh, with the Commonwealth countries and all that sort of thing. I, I'm not happy about that at all because a number of british commonwealth countries are still um, carrying out some of the most horrific and horrendous human rights violations um, that you can think of in in some um commonwealth countries homosexuality is still outlawed uh, in some commonwealth countries uh they're run nearly by dictators i i i think we have to be fairly careful about how we uh, cozy up to some commonwealth countries. And in this world of self-determination when people wish to, you know, look after themselves, isn't it time for us to start relinquishing these kind of... And, and, and I know, listen, I know those people, for argument's sake, on the Falklands all want to be British. And until we went there, there wasn't anybody living there. and And I can understand that. And if there's loads of oil going to be discovered or gas going to be discovered. We, we, we keep an interest there. But why do we, and, and please don't shout at me, explain to me, why do we still insist, even though the Spanish are most upset about it, why do we still insist on, on, on having Gibraltar as our own? I mean, I know that thousands of people living in Gibraltar insist that they are British and more British than the British and all that bollocks. But why on earth are we still countenancing this sort of thing? I mean, if you want to be, you know, what we do is there not many, many people in Gibraltar? If you really insist on being British, we'll bring you back here and, and, and set you up over in this country. But is it, you know, just imagine if the Isle of Wight was owned by the French. Would we not want it back? Uh, no. Uh, perhaps that's not a very good uh, way. What about Cornwall? What about the tip of the country down there? A um, bit like Gibraltar in a way, I suppose, but bigger. Well, what about if that was owned by Spain or France or Italy or even Russia? Would we not be trying uh, to get it back? Would we not be upset about that? So I just happened to mention this the other day, and everybody really got really upset. I just, you know, I just thought perhaps it's, it's time. I. Dear, I dare say the French will probably want the, the Channel Islands back before long. I mean, they are off the coast of France, after all. I'm getting a geography lesson. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then there's Diego Garcia.
1: Oh, didn't you do a thing on De that one? De 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 Garcia.
0: Golly, Diego Garcia. Yes, well, it's actually go to our website, James Whale Radio, dot co uk and you can see a little film i made about diego garcia and
2: what goes on there
0: quite interesting thought i'd throw that in if you've got any thoughts on it you know where to uh, to get in touch jameswell at gmail.com is that right
1: that's right yes
0: yeah jameswell radio at gmail.com and uh, tell me your thoughts on that so there we were a bit of a, a geography lesson shall we take a
1: break oh yes please
3: you are listening to James and Rob on the James
0: Well radio show. Uh, right, there we are. James Well uh, radio show here, broadcasting wherever you're listening to us, uh, all over the place, really. Um, lots of radio stations take us. Um, every mobile phone, as far as I know,
1: every smart mobile phone.
0: Well, who would not have a smart mobile phone? What would be the
1: point? Old people don't like smartphones.
0: Well, I'm old and I have a smartphone, and Mrs W is even older. She has a smartphone, so that actually isn't true, is it?
1: Um, it's partly true. Is it?
0: Yeah. You know, Mick Jagger is even older, and so is Paul McCartney, and they both have smartphones.
1: Yeah, but they've just got normal phones that are covered in glitter, no, no, they have proper
0: smartphones. I know. It's a, it's a bit of a mis. I mean, there are, there are lots of there are some old people who still pretend to be old people like old people were when my grandparents were old and they were old. If you see what I mean,
1: just about, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But but there are lots of old people um, who uh, you know you know a lot of old people now were were young in the
1: sixties, man. They were young once, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, you were young once. <laughs> That's very true.
0: Yeah. So, you know, let's let's not go on about that. Um listen, there could be a blight in the marmite market.
1: Is it not safe to eat anymore?
0: No, no, very safe. I'm I'm just having some now as we speak uh, on toast. I do like marmite, but I I prefer after. and Don't tell Mrs. W or anybody else this, but I like to suck the knife coated in marmite afterwards.
1: Do you lick the bowl when you make a cake?
0: Um, I don't make cakes, but I suppose if I did, I would. But I do like to lick the knife coated in marmite after you use, it, because you can't really wash it off. It's a bit sticky; it takes a while. So, I uh, I lick it first.
1: Is that wrong? Can I can I just confirm that that isn't the actual washing up technique that you've chosen? You, you do wash it after. When I
0: live, when I lived on my own, when you know, when I, I spent the the week living on my own. Uh, uh, because I was working away from home, um, I, that's how I did do the washing up. But it was just for me. I was the only person there.
1: Oh, dear. OK. Well, what's wrong with that? I'm sure it's very clean. Well, of course it's clean. I licked everything clean. That's fine, then. It's OK for you. I'm just thinking yeah. about your guests.
0: No, no, I wouldn't. I never, never had guests. OK. I never
1: invited people. If you invite people around, you have to tidy up. And uh, wash the cutlery.
0: Yeah, so I didn't. I mean, if if, if I had uh, sort of meeting or meeting anyone, i will meet them
1: in the pub down the road. And pray that the landlord doesn't do the washing up himself.
0: No, no, I don't. I'm not, you know, I'm not,
1: I'm not
0: altogether a Neanderthal about that. It's just for myself. <laughs> OK, I've
1: never heard of that before.
0: I had a cup, a plate and a saucer, a knife and a fork and a spoon, and that's all I had. <laughs> OK. And so after I'd eaten something, if I cooked something for myself, I would, I would just lick everything clean. And sometimes I even ran it under the hot tap and put it on the draining board and left it.
1: Oh, it's getting a bit better now. But you...
0: sometimes I didn't bother because, you know, the fork, I just licked the fork and it was clean. So I just put it back in the drawer. <laughs> is that wrong? Um, no, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I thought so. I don't see what you're laughing at. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, running out of Marmite because Unilever uh, are taking on the uh, supermarkets because, of course, uh, one of the things that this, uh, this great idea, everybody's very excited about us leaving the European Union has done, and we haven't even left yet, um, has meant that the value of the pound has completely dropped. Good if you're exporting, but not so good if you're importing. And, of course, people importing stuff now uh, to make Marmite. Marmite's made in the fabulous town of Burton on Trent. More juggling, yeah, yeah. When you drive into Burton on Trent, you can smell it. Really? Yeah, yeah. You can smell it. So anyway, um, Marmite uh, has had to go up in price. Tesco are not very happy. They're not. They're refusing to pay the extra price. So Unilever, who uh, who market Marmite, are saying
1: you're not having it. So no marmite in Tesco's.
0: Apparently, apparently no marmite and no pursel amongst other things in Tesco's. You know, this is the this, we are going to have to pay more. Has anybody noticed how the the petrol prices and the diesel prices have risen in the last couple of days? Are they
1: risen. I thought they were coming down. Oh, don't be
0: ridiculous.
1: Are they going up?
0: It's it's about one twenty a litre where I am.
1: Oh, it's about one twelve where I am.
0: Well, there we are. That's gone up from about 104 the other day, 105. It's been a while since it's been 104 and 105. It's gone up. It's going up like crazy at the moment. I know you don't fill up very
1: often. That's very true. I only put about £10 a week in my car.
0: Well, then it doesn't really matter for you, but for those of us who actually do proper driving, it's a little bit annoying, but there we are these are, this is goodness only knows what's going to happen when we actually do leave the European Union. I mean, this is happening now when we haven't even left. Maybe it'll come down. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, right, now we've got a special guest on the program this week, haven't we? We have indeed. let's Let's say nothing, right? Yeah, but let's let's play a track from their new album, Mm -hmm. and then let's have a word with them. Hi, shaky. Hi, James. How are you, my friend?
2: I'm fine. It's a while since we spoke, isn't it?
0: Gosh, yeah, it must be 10 or 15 years.
2: It is, yeah. I think, yeah, it's a while ago, yeah. I think when I had that single out called uh, Trouble, wasn't it?
0: It was? Yes, it was. It was. <laughs> now, listen, this this new album of yours is different.
2: It is different, yeah well it's uh, um it's about uh a lot of the tracks on this but my family basically you know you um i didn 't know anything about my family at all and uh so we started researching and finding out uh you know secrets that we uh, basically didn't know really and uh and thats how it uh so it started really. We started off with a kind of a country blues type album, and the stories that we were unfolding they were pretty dark and um you know, like, uh, uh, like Down in the Hole, for instance. I didn't know I had uh, ancestors in, uh, in Cornwall, in, in Gwenaap, uh copper and tin miners. So that was a, a, a surprise. So as the surprises unfolded, we, we decided to put uh, songs to them. And beyond those secrets and lies, everybody's got uh, secrets and lies in, in the family, as we found out. And we're still trying to find out uh, some secrets. But I don't think we'll ever know about them, you know, because they say, when you ask your family, they say, um, Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. No, I don't know a thing about that. So you come to your own conclusion, you know.
0: Well, uh, reading it, I thought, uh, the sleeve notes, I, <laughs> I, I, I thought, oh, it's another dark. Oh right. No, we did it
2: before Poldock. <laughs> I think Poldock started three years two three years. Yeah,
0: about, th- so, yeah, about two three years, years, yeah. No, we started way before that. So, Shaky, which part of the world do your ancestors actually come from?
2: Uh what my well, as I say, but a lot of my ancestors came from uh from Wernap in Cornwall. And then when the the mines closed in 1880, uh, my dad's father moved up, uh, east Aid in the UK. The rest of my ancestors, they went to uh, Michigan, uh, New Zealand, uh, uh, you know, all over the place, basically. And uh, my dad was born in Bradford, and then he moved down to to Wales. And uh, from there, that's where I was born, in in Cardiff, from a family of uh, 13 children, me being the baby.
0: Ah, well, you know, my mother was uh, was came from Rumney, um, not far, not far from from Cardiff, and I uh, spent most of my holidays in Oh, All
2: right, well, we used to go to Pothkol, um and uh, for that was our holiday treats, and we'd spend uh, two weeks up there, and then we'd have a treat at the end and go on the sideshows. The days of the sand dunes, can you remember that? Where. We used to have great fun uh, um, just rolling down the uh, the sand dunes. Simple things, but uh, very effective. Certainly, when I was growing up, we we thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Do you know that's really quite strange? Because those sand hills uh, outside Porthcull, um, I spent many a many a day rolling down those sand hills as well. Great fun, wasn't it? We could have rolled down at the same time, Shaky
2: you had to watch out though you know uh, they had these steel um uh, i'm not sure it's such a long time ago now if 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 you didn't watch if he was you know running around you could quite easily run into this it was like a a, a steel a, I think it was a waste paper thing, or uh, I'm not sure, quite sure what it what it was. You say it's a long time ago, but you could quite have a, a nasty knock on your knee. But uh, yeah, they were fun, there were fun days, basically. And uh, uh, in, you know, you, you know, you'd make your own fun then. You know, if, if once the, the the grass was cut, you know, uh, over the uh, field, you know, you 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 couple it all up and make a big mound, and then spend hours just jumping in it, you know, just simple things like that. Really, basically.
0: Now, going back to music, Shaky, are you touring this uh, this new album? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm doing uh, um,
2: 34 dates, which starts uh, in April and and uh, 15th of April to the 28th of May, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I've not been out there for quite a while, so uh, yeah, I'm
0: really looking forward to it. And is this the sort of music that you really like? Is this is this the, more the sort of music than than perhaps people uh, know you for.
2: Well, you know, with this album, I've, I've really, really moved on now. You know, and it's not the sake of for trying, but the instruments that you hear on the album. I mean, uh, and the people that haven't seen me on stage for a while. Um, they would be still lost in the hits, basically, uh, on the the YouTube and on all that stuff. But uh, you know, I've always I've been using the harmonica and modium for you know and slide guitar and, and and instruments like that for for many 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 years
0: um and also brass as well all right well listen we've we've just played the single last man alive what would, what would you like me to play now what is your favorite track apart from that from the album um well uh
2: there's quite a lot of favorites actually i mean there's quite quite a lot on there that's uh, very personal to me but uh Uh, How about the first track, since we've been talking about the mines? How about down in the hole?
0: And let me just ask you, there's always one question that everybody wants to ask Shaking Stevens. Yeah, yeah. What was behind the green door?
2: (laughs) It's quite easy, really. Uh, I've been answered that question so many times, and, you know, if you listen to the record, it's a piano.
0: (laughs) Shaky, excellent to talk. Um, when you're in London, maybe we can hook up. And uh, I'm, I'm doing some some uh, programs for Talk Radio in London as well at the moment.
2: Okay. Talking of London, the London date is Shepherd's Bush. So uh, that used to be the old Crackerjack uh, uh, Theatre, didn't it? Really, place. <laughs> um, so it, I think they've re, uh, re- uh, refurbished it all. So uh, that'll be uh, looking for. That's the London date we're doing. That's on May 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 the second. Yeah, the shepherd's push.
0: What I'll do is I'll get my producer, Rob, to talk to your people and we'll put a whole list of the dates on our website for people to see. That'll be great. Thank
2: you. Thank you, James.
0: Shaky, pleasure to talk to you again. Let's, uh, Let's talk again soon. I'd love to. Thank you very much, James. Thank you. All right, my friend. See you later. Bye. Bye.
3: You down, down in the ground in the poison air, down where nobody knows you're there, down in the dark where you lose your soul.
0: Well, that was great. Echoes of our time from Shaky's realization that like most of us, he knew so very little about
1: the background of his family. Have you ever traced the background of your family? I haven't personally. I have actually got a very, very big family tree um, physically. Have you? Yes.
0: Bragging again. Yeah. Yes, I've got a I've got an enormous family tree. In fact, you should see my branch. It's big and thick and knobbly.
1: I'm sure I'm related to the Queen Mother somehow. What's that got to do with my big, thick, knobbly branch? I have no idea, but my mother has done all the uh, going round... You're changing the subject. Were you slightly embarrassed, weren't you?
0: What about your thick branch? Uh, the fact that my tree might be bigger than yours.
1: I've been told to respect my elders, and if your tree is bigger than mine, that is fine by me.
0: Yeah, but is it as knobbly and is it as thick?
1: Let's have a look, then. Oh, it is, actually
0: oh ah, right okay um right moving on we were talking Talk about, about your family you've yeah. got a very big one
1: I've apparently got a, i've got a very big yeah my, my mother has done all the genealogy thing so we have a folder full of information and uh, family trees and a scroll that goes on forever
0: <laughs> oh dear well funnily enough talking about genealogy um Uh, I am now living within about half a mile of where my family came from um, and have traced them back. And I'm living here not because I knew that my family came from this area, but because Mrs W and I just moved to this area because it was convenient. And then she was looking up our families and found out that her family and my family uh, came from Kent and, uh, and then found that my family uh, actually lived half a mile from where we're living at the moment.
1: Well, that's weird then, in a way.
0: It is, isn't it?
1: Mm, Yeah, definitely.
0: In fact, in the pub down the road from here, my great-great-grandfather had the pub uh, in 18... Well, he had the pub around about 1870.
1: You're kind of like an elephant going back to uh, the uh, ancestral waterhole
0: yeah, well, that, 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 you, they do say we all do that.
1: Yeah, it's very strange.
0: Yeah. yeah, very strange. In fact, we traced back the family to the village down the road, back to 1720 when my then whatever great-grandfather uh, was the cobbler. Now you're making that up. No, that's true. And as lots, lots of people say, I, I speak cobblers a lot of the time, it's it sort of, um, it's pretty obvious, isn't it?
1: <laughs> that's where it comes from. It's in the family. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm getting lots of tweets coming in from people who've been listening, apparently, saying their Marmite jars are empty. What do they
1: do? Um, you can always slap your back pocket. I beg your pardon? That was, a, that was a a clue without giving a brand away.
0: Oh, right. Okay, fine. Good. Um, don't forget to talk about clues. Don't forget to check out the website sponsored by Ford. And uh, you can find out exactly what we have to sell in the Fabulous Shop. Christmas is only about 70-odd days away. You might want to buy a copy of a fantastic book, an autobiography called uh, A Lifetime of Nighttime, Almost a Celebrity, or the other way around. Amazing. Make a great present. Make a great present for Christmas. Couldn't you have picked
1: a shorter title for your book? My book?
0: I didn't say it was my book.
1: Or that book. Couldn't they have picked oh, a shorter Oh, that short- book, Yes. Well, I could have done. It. I could have done.
0: Um, right, let's talk about something more serious. Uh, of course, the uh, the news bulletins have been full again of some of the horrific pictures uh, coming out of Syria, the bombing of innocent people and, and quite often children, children being killed um, in Aleppo. And We've talked about it on the programme before, but I, I was uh, having a conversation with somebody the other day, somebody who said, and it w- it made me think for a while, and they said, James... You know, what do you expect? This is what happens when an air war ensues. However much people tell you they have smart bombs and smart smart technology, every now and then, bombs go astray. And if you are bombing an area where you think uh, there are uh, the enemy um, ensconced, then sadly, if you were to put... um, uh, uh, film on the ground or, or reporters on the ground and you had a way of showing what was going on people would be horrified and uh, The conversation turned round to the fact that if we had if we had the sort of news coverage uh, During the second world war that we have now that what we would have seen as The British bombers bombed parts of Germany would have put everybody off war. This is what happens and it made me think, I mean, that's a, that, that doesn't bear thinking about, but it perhaps does give you the reality of what happens when you're fighting a war from the sky, where everybody assumes, and quite often pilots very, well, pilots are always very intelligent, very nice people, uh, and don't, in, in many cases, um, uh, don't go through the kind of horrors that ground troops do. Uh, when you see them being interviewed, you think, oh, they wouldn't do anything nasty, would they? Well, they don't. They don't know what has been the outcome of their bombs uh, or their rockets uh, hitting certain targets that they have uh, gone after. And even if they hit a target, uh, perhaps next door or the door after, the collateral damage, if if you will, is pretty horrendous. I wonder if that makes people realise that, you know, perhaps we're all a bit responsible for this kind of behaviour when we choose to fight a war. Um, that just gives you something to think about doesn't it the the horrors of war Um, if we had had 24-hour news coverage on our televisions during the Second World War would it
1: have lasted so long I don't think so I think it's uh, I think it's too sanitized isn't it the news that we get
0: well not now not as we see babies um, lying dead on beaches and being dragged from rubble bleeding profusely I don't think it's being sanitized at all I think that's what's actually making people think perhaps um, we have to do something about this. And, 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 you know, I don't think for one moment that the Russians are actually targeting women and children. I mean, I hope they're not. I, I, don't, believe, I don't believe people would. But the horrors are that when you're firing rockets from a long way away, however well-guided the guidance systems are, whatever,
1: things happen, don't they? Everything can go wrong as far as electronics...
0: As, as has been proved on the radio and television many times, yeah. Um, and, and that's what we're seeing. And that's why I go back to what I said earlier with uh, with old Boris suggesting people go down and demonstrate outside the Russian embassy. I mean, what a ridiculously stupid thing for a man in his position to say. You know, what does he want, a third world war? And and to be honest with you, seeing that, that we have still got the trident and we're, we're renewing that at the cost of a billions, if not trillions of pounds... Um, even, even having these great nuclear weapons, and America have got huge amounts, it's not stopping war,
1: is it? So when, why, why are we bothering with them? Isn't it Boris Johnson's job to go and protest inside the embassy? That's a very good point. That's a very good point, and somebody should have
0: thrown that back in his face. Come on, Boris, you get down there. In fact, what you could do, Boris, why don't you go take your rather overweight body, sit on the steps outside the Russian embassy, and maybe go and do a 24-hour hunger strike outside there? That would get into the front pages of every newspaper in the world. The British Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson today is going into his third day of hunger striking outside the Russian embassy
1: We've seen him do similar things, haven't we?
0: Yeah, we have. We have. Um, right, listen, we could do Tech Talk now. Yeah, we'll do Tech Talk. Because I wanted to talk about those self-driving cars in Milton Keynes. That's Tech Talk finished, then. <laughs> yeah, because they're stupid, ridiculous, and I don't want to see any of them anywhere
1: ever again. Yeah, they didn't go very far. They only went uh, just over a mile and 15 mile an hour. You can get a push bike that does better than that, can't you? If you don't want to drive, get on a bus. Or a bus. There's a better idea. A what? There's a bus. That's a better idea. I said a bus. Get on a bus. Didn't I say get on a bus? You did say get on a bus. Or a taxi. Get a taxi. Get a taxi. Why do you keep repeating what I'm saying? You did say taxi. I said taxi. No,
0: but I was thinking taxi, so you were just reading my mind and then saying it and making it your own. Get a taxi, get a train, get a bus. You don't need driverless cars.
1: Or maybe just not go out at all.
0: Yeah. So, I, you know, whoever's, do, you know, putting these together, and everybody, every car manufacturer seems to be, you're going to put yourselves
1: out of business, guys. Should we talk about the um, Samsung exploding phone?
0: Well, that's it. Samsung are finished, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they've uh, stopped production now. Yeah. Not good. No, I never liked it anyway. The Samsung, it's a bit confusing. Yeah. I
0: mean, why not just everybody use Apple?
1: Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: You link up your computer, your iPad, your phone, it all works. You can FaceTime
1: each other for free.
0: Yeah. I mean, it might, you know, it might be a bit more expensive.
1: Well, no, it's free. Oh, the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the phone's a little bit more expensive. Actually, yeah. no, to be fair, I mean, the phone's about the same sort of price as a Samsung.
0: The only problem is it's American.
1: Are you on the move?
0: No, I was just, yeah, I am. I just moved over. I'm just plugging my phone in. See if it's charged. Got to go out in a bit.
1: Okay. Yeah. You can do that. You've got the luxury of plugging your phone in and charging it. Samsung people haven't.
0: No, because they haven't got a phone.
1: Well, if they have got a phone, they wouldn't want to plug it in, would they?
0: No, they wouldn't. They want to turn it off. If it's in your pocket, I get it out now. <laughs> Some silly sod was on the TV the other day. They said, "Well, you can get a special sort of pocket to put your phone in and hang it on your uh, hang it on your belt, and that might be the best way to go." Silly sod.
1: When when those phones go, they go. They, it's it's not a little flame; it's a proper explosion.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I wouldn't want it anywhere near my genitals.
1: Well Anywhere in the house, really, but uh, yeah. Yeah, genitals yeah. would be. Uh, no. Well,
0: if you have it in your pocket, that's the sort of area it's in.
1: Well, some people charge their phone underneath their pillow while they sleep at night. You don't, do you really? Not me, you muppet.
0: <laughs> oh, some right. people. <laughs> um, right, let's, uh, let's move on. Um, oh, what about this clowns thing? I don't really want to talk about that because everybody else has been talking about it. But, what, what, you know, if, if somebody dressed in a clown suit jumps out in front of you and, and goes, Yeah! I mean, my reaction would be to whack them as hard as I could.
1: I think you get away with that, because technically when they get in your face, that's assault. It is, isn't it? Yeah.
0: I'd be very worried uh, by, uh, and, and, and you know, quite a lot of them seem to be university students who think it's very funny.
1: I, I, I haven't seen one clown. I've seen them on the social media, on the news, yeah. but I haven't seen one around here. The Welsh people don't do clowns.
0: Welsh people don't do a lot. I've been just hoping to get one uh, come out at me, but uh, so far I haven't really been very lucky. A few have been arrested. Yeah, well I... Uh, <laughs> you see, what I thought I would do, if one did that to me, um, i get them, i tie them to a lamppost and then call the police. Having removed their clown costume first. Then taken pictures, and then put the pictures up on social media. Would that be wrong? Um,
1: well, it's just a prank at the end of the day, isn't it?
0: Yeah, just yeah. a prank.
1: Doesn't hurt anybody, does it? No, that's fine. No, yeah. No,
0: no, yeah. no, no, no,
1: no, no. Um, Shall we do questions, because I think we're running out of time. Let's, let's uh, do questions. Uh,
0: we have a few questions this week. I was going to do fracking, but... Oh, and by the way, while you're looking for the questions, um, I had a really nice letter from um,
1: Alison. Did you read this? Uh, well, unfortunately, I have, but that doesn't spoil it. I mean, you can read it no. to the listeners.
0: No, well, I was going to say, uh, it says, James, well, my mornings are not fun anymore. Really, is is it too much to ask that you get up at 4am every morning to entertain me, laugh along with you and the crash, obviously... It is that's just plain selfish. You can't be bothered to get up. Yes, James, selfish. I I can't get used to you not being there. Uh, at the times, sometimes I had tears of laughter running down my face in the early hours, in my early morning drives. You should be ashamed of yourself, Oh, look, Alison. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, but you can hear me on talk radio, or here, right here with Robbo. And, and listen, there are three. No, there aren't. There is about a hundred and something, hundred and twenty hours of shows you can listen to that'll fill up nearly a year won't it 160 hours yeah but alison join me on talk radio you know it makes sense uh, and then ron from baltimore in the usa says greetings from the us i thought uh it was real radio girl reaching out to wmls's chris plant the other day oh that was a bit naughty of me i was on talk i, I phoned up a Um, A radio station in America If both you uh, are up to it I would love to hear more from you guys Um, And uh, he says He thinks he could organise it Well Ron from Baltimore If you can organise it You go right ahead I'm more than happy to take on Mr Plant Any day Any day Thank you very much indeed for that Uh, Of course if you want to write in uh, And and, you know Say something we could use on the programme James Whale Radio At gmail.com is my address That's all you have to do in fact, I'll leave it for you to, to write a really nice reply to Alison and Ron.
1: OK. I'll because write- you're good at that. Yeah, I'm good at that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. OK, let's go on with the questions. Uh, Harry John. Would you rather have the ability to be invisible or have X-ray vision?
0: Um, oh, That's a difficult one, Harry. I'd like to have both. Um, But if I can only have one, I think I would... I don't really want to see people's intestines and insides, so I think I'd quite like to be invisible, as long as I can be visible at some times. Yeah, you're going to get run
1: over, aren't you, when you cross the road?
0: Well, no, not if you look what you're doing.
1: Well, you'd have to leave a very, very long gap for the cars, wouldn't yeah. you?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't, uh, having x-ray eyes and looking through things, I don't think I'd particularly want that.
1: Uh, Gary Turner is Skegness Punk Music Festival the best one in the country.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it is, uh, Gary. It is the best one in the country, always has been, and I'm sure always will be. Uh, Dave Star. That'll cost you five hundred pounds. Send me the uh, the money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I get some of that money, seeing as I asked the question? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Uh, Dave Star, but not much. Just just a bag of jelly tots will be fine. Mm, That'll be fine for you. Uh, Dave Starr, will you be throwing a street party in frosty February for the King William's ascension to the throne?
0: No. Is he...? Because it won't be happening in February. Uh, Carry on. Um,
1: Kieran Fox, the new Royal Yacht Britannia, money well spent. Yeah,
0: um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the idea, a, a, a decent idea for a change. Uh, I can't understand why uh, we have not got a royal yacht. Um, the, the last royal yacht, which uh, was great as an ambassador for this nation, uh, we should have a royal yacht built with all British technology and it can be sailed around the world and it can be used as a selling tool to sell Britain to the world. And a yacht made in Britain, please. Well, of course it'll be made in Britain. We have some of the best yacht makers in this. Everything on that yacht, from the decor, uh, to just just everything has to be an example of British ingenuity and British technology. I don't know why we haven't got one.
1: Yeah, British stuff tends to fall apart, though, eventually, doesn't it? No, 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 that's r- rubbish. You sure?
0: It's American stuff that falls apart. That's why I'm amazed that the Apple iPhone... Uh, is so well
1: made. Anyway, carry on. Okay, last question. Janet Peters. If you had to choose just one place to vacation every year for the rest of your life, where would it be?
0: Oh, difficult. uh, Uh, Monte Carlo. Have you been? Yeah, I like Monte Carlo.
1: Okay, well, that's it. Good.
0: Um, Well, I'm going then.
1: Well, all right then. I'm not going to stop here.
0: Um, No, no, right, Okay. Well, uh, same time, same place. Don't forget, get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com. And if you haven't checked out our website, uh, jameswellradio.co.uk, go and have a look. In the meantime, tell your friends to join us here every week.